Dave Bartek, Greg Hendricks, Athletic Baseball. Off season's in session. Spring season right around the corner for you guys who need more information on pitching development programs, arm care, strength programs, getting yourself right for the season. Be sure to click the link below. We've got plenty of information for you guys, and we got a facility full of guys getting after it right now. Make sure you're putting in the work. Welcome to the Juice Box Athletic Podcast Baseball Development Show. We've got an interesting topic for you guys today. We're going to talk about cold weather baseball. You know, here we are in the pretty much the beginning stages of winter. You know, we're in the middle of the off season. Guys are getting ready to, um, you know, enter into their spring seasons here in a few weeks. And we were just talking about the weather change and how it's finally starting to get cold down here in Atlanta, Georgia. And we were kind of reminiscing on some of our uh, coldest baseball games, practices, just encounters in general being outside in the elements. So um, wanted to give you guys some insight and just, you know, some of the things that we used to have to do when we played to try to stay warm, try to stay ready, you know, all that stuff. So, mm-hmm. you know, we're, for you, like, honestly, for me, coach, like, I remember some of my coldest games actually being down here in the South, not necessarily in the North, which everybody would assume, okay, if you're playing baseball, like, up north is probably the coldest games, which maybe that's true. But some of the times when I felt the coldest was actually playing down here in the south. I don't know about you. Yeah, I mean, you know, really when when it's cold down here, you know, it, it cold is cold. You know, I mean, it gets pretty cold down here. Like in February, February is probably our coldest month, right? And then that's when everything starts for high school and college. And if you look at like a really cold day in February down here, it's probably not that much different than a really cold day. And and it, we get that wet cold, you know. It's the worst. The the wet cold, you know. Like I'm just keep thinking back to playing in Missouri and everything, and it, you know, it gets cold up there. But I feel like it's not. They don't get as much of that wet cold. Maybe it's like it's a little bit. One of the coldest games that I remember, if my mom listens to this, she's going to remember this too. It was like the end of February down in Florida, my freshman year of high school. So we're talking 2004. I'm dating myself for you guys. Um, we were playing Seabreeze High School. So it was like one of our crosstown rivals. And what we used to do, I was on JV. I was early in our freshman year we would do JV would play at like four or whatever and then varsity would play at seven or maybe it was five and seven. I don't remember what the times were but JV would play you know afternoon afternoon early evening varsity would play you know the nightcap and it was it was like one of those years I, honestly when I was in high school freshman sophomore junior year of high school I don't know what it was, but Florida got really cold. Like we were in Central Florida, so Daytona Beach area, about a hundred miles south of Jacksonville, and we moved in 2001 when I was in seventh grade. And I remember my eighth grade year, it snowed. It was 26 or 29 degrees or something, and it snowed. And I was like, "We moved from Montana." I'm like, "I didn't know it freaking snowed here." So it snowed, 
And freshman year, same thing, got super cold. It was one of those, like, we were playing Seabreeze, so it's kind of funny, but it was one of those, Mm -hmm. like, windy, like, wind coming off the beach. I remember remember that. Damn, just wet. And it was probably 40 or 41 degrees. I swear it felt like it was 25. And I weighed probably 110 pounds at the time, 115 right. pounds just freshman. Cutting you like, straight, like just man. right through me, man. And yeah. like the thing was, when we played, man, you 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 wore your jersey, you wore an undershirt, you wore a, a you know some 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 thin sleeves. They didn't really have like cold, cold gear, gear was, was just, just coming, coming in. Out. Yeah, everybody had the thin gear, the 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 heat gear. Right, right. And right. I'm like, this is not doing anything, you know. Nowadays, people have, you know, teams wear sometimes hoodies with their names on the back, which is bull crap. Like, you play baseball in the cold, you wear your freaking jersey, and you figure out a way to get warm underneath. But I remember literally just having my hands on my you-know-what inside my pants mm-hmm. most of the game in the dugout and whatever else if I wasn't in the field and I wasn't hitting and just feeling miserable. And again, like, this is... February 18th, February 20th. I don't know the exact date when it was. I could probably look it up, but the sun started going down. You know, when the sun started going down, man, it, it got really bad. And then I remember hanging around for the varsity game after because it, it was a big game. It was Spruce Creek and Seabreeze. And just being so cold, like watching the game, obviously you're JV guy, you're hanging out in the dugout, you're watching the game, but not really being able to focus on anything. And I remember getting home that night and my mom being like absolutely frozen, just like still in the house, like sitting in the house after being there for two hours, like frozen from the game. Just thawing out. Thawing out, man. Hours, and that was, man, that was a, that was cold. Mm-hmm. That's cold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just, baseball is not really meant to be played in that kind of weather, but, no. you know, it's just, you got to get through it, you know, like those games count just the same as 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 the games in april and in may you know well you know and the, and, unless it's and everybody's got to play like yeah. it's not like oh you know this is unfair advantage for this team because they got to play in it both teams got to play in it right, right. so yeah that's the it, way you got to look you at know, it it's it's um you know i feel like it it started. It got to me. It didn't. It didn't get to me as much when I maybe when I was younger. You know, I think it, it gets to you a little more the older you get. Maybe yeah. it's, you know, especially if you're not really acclimated to it. I mean, right. um, you know, I know it. Like, you see a lot of these like major leaguers. Like now, you know, you got the World Series going later. Mm-hmm. Uh, into, into November, yeah, like you got the playoffs a little bit, little bit later. Like these guys are playing in some cold games at the end of the year, and it's like you kind of, you kind of have to empathize with them a, a little because, it, I mean, you know, like they're they're freaking uh, pampered major league players. Like they're train, most of them are training in the off season. In Arizona, well, ninety-five percent of the season you know. is the is the dog days of summer. It's yeah. hot out everywhere you go, whether you're in Chicago, Arizona, Florida, Baltimore. Like, it's hot. Yeah. Summertime's hot, you know. And then you get to that end of the season. It's like, okay, we're supposed to be 
we're playing the best baseball we've been playing all year. Oh shit, we got to do that in the cold, mm-hmm. you know. And not to mention spring training, wherever you go is hot as Hades. Whether you go, whether you're in Arizona or whether you're in well, Florida. it's pretty. Com- you tends to be pretty ideal weather, right? Like because it's just starting to early, early in the spring. It's just yeah. starting. You know, it's just starting to kind of warm up a little bit. So you get, you get kind of the, the nice like tail end of the winter weather, but yeah, yeah, you know, I mean it, it depends. More, you know, more teams are starting to go out to Arizona because it's just it's like beautiful out there in yeah. February. Different climate for sure. Not as you know, not as much rain to deal with. Obviously, you know, you know, a little drier. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's funny we were mentioning just how that. That cold when you're in Florida or even here, you know, or on the coast in the south, how that cold cuts through you. <clears throat> you know, the I remember wind, it was, it was wind, when it, the wind, yeah, the wind and just the damp air. The, yeah. Like I said, that game I was telling you about, it was 40 or 41 degrees and felt like it was one of the coldest games ever. It was funny because when I when I was in Ohio playing my freshman year of college, I think we played seven games that year where it snowed there were snow flurries coming down yeah and obviously that was early in the year that was pretty much march you know february the end of february i think we we went down south and played we played 10 games like uh uh it was either florida or myrtle beach i think we played at the cal ripon complex we played some teams down there in like a little jamboree and then we went to methodist in north carolina and North Carolina Wesleyan, and then winded up playing at Averett to, to finish up the trip. And when we got back, still cold. I'm like, dude, is this cold ever going to go away? So, like I said, man, in March, playing games where it was snowing. And like I said, I counted seven of them that year we played in the snow. So, I remember the first game where I felt warm, we played a game at at the Chillicothe Stadium on the turf, um, I think we played against Marietta. We had a well, series because we were just talking about uh, Caps Chillicothe. So paints. the paints, yep. like they're in that same, same kind league. of cir- that same okay. league, yeah. like kind of the same kind of team, yeah, as the uh, Cape Girardeau. Okay, uh, right, Capahog. Yeah. Well, yeah. So we were able to use that. We had to travel. It was like an hour away, if I remember right. But we used to have to drive down there if our field was too crappy, whether that was rain or snow or whatever else. So we probably played 10 games there that that season, like until it got warm enough to play on our field. And we played Marietta down there. I think it was like maybe a 1 o'clock and a 3 o'clock doubleheader. The sun was out. And when I say 48 degrees, I'm not exaggerating. That was probably the temperature. And it felt like sunny in 75. Yeah. Because you didn't have that cool, damp, windy air. The sun was shining. It was on turf. So you kind of got that well, turf know, heat coming up. That, that time change does help. Yes. I'm thinking about the time change. I'm thinking about some of these games. And it, you know, it doubleheader. And it's like you maybe have a little bit of daylight for the first right. half of that first game. And then, and then you're playing at night. Dark. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, man. But I, it was crazy to me because I'm like, oh, this, this, like, this is t-shirt weather. Almost. Right. I mean, yeah. you know, and 
And that was funny coming from me because I was always the one, you know, on that team that was like, I'm cold, I'm cold, I'm cold. And that was, I was like, hey, I'm taking my sleeves off today. It's feeling yeah. good. Yeah, I'm right. I'm I'm the same. I was always the same way. I'm kind of cold nature to right. begin with. Yeah. So, yeah, I was, I never, I never pitched great in the cold in college. Well, you, I yeah. mean, dude, you had to pitch in it. Like, yeah, it it's it's a whole different ball, and I'm sure there's pros and cons to both pitching in the cold versus being a position player in the cold. But I know for me, the worst part was, especially if you were playing outfield, you were getting two balls that game, and you're going to spend half the game in the field, and you're going to spend another quarter of the game not up to bat or doing anything. So you just you didn't get to do much. And you had to find a way to, like, keep your legs loose, mm-hmm. like, keep yourself moving. Like, for me, I played a speed game. So, like, I had to be able to run. You know, when I was playing infield, I had to be able to throw. Like, that part was so tough. Like, I could see where maybe being a starting pitcher, your task is a little bit easier because you're moving more often, right? You have the breaks in between innings to go sit in the dugout whatever else. But at least when you're out there on the bump – you're pretty much moving that mm-hmm. full half inning. Mm-hmm. I could see where that would be a benefit. Now, as a reliever, it'd probably be brutal. Right. You know, what, what yeah. was that like? Well, yeah, I was, you know, I was a starter through college. So I, I did have that luxury of, yeah, and, and you know, thinking about it more as you're talking yeah the worst part was not like not so much the body um you know being cold or anything you know because you you get moving and 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 yeah your body temperature warms up but just the issues with the grip in the ball you know just getting a good feel for the ball in those right temperatures yeah was um was kind of well, it was kind of the struggle for me. I you guess. know, and this is this is probably something that you can shed some light on too. But talking about gripping the ball, go through. All right, so let's say you got forty degrees, damp, cool, windy air, and you've got forty degrees, kind of dry northern temperatures with the sunlight out. Like, how's that going to affect it? Because it's like. Okay, you're you're probably glad if you're in the damp temperatures because your hands are not so dry. Right. But on the flip side of that, when it's a damp cold, your fingers almost have like that clammy feel too. So it's kind of like a catch twenty two. It's like, oh, good, I'm glad, I'm glad it's not super dry, but I almost can't get rid of that clammy feeling when it's like that. You know, like mm-hmm. what is that like, man? Like I remember playing shortstop and dealing with that. It was almost like you kind of three finger it and throw it across like you, you don't have to worry about it as much as a fielder yeah it was you know just never um yeah just kind of the inconsistencies you know like i guess just different different parts of the country like in juco you're talking about it was you know we played really cold games in florida too where it was like that you know, the wind, the breeze and everything, real windy, kind of, um, 
just that more like clammy feeling as opposed to like being in the Midwest where it's a little more dry. It's just a, it's just a different feel. And I think the biggest thing is just when you're talking about trying to be successful in these conditions, it's just having the experience in them is a lot of it, you know, like having, having pitched in, in, in that, in those similar conditions, um, somewhat recently, you know, it's, it's just, it's hard in college because you, you know, you finish wrap up the fall and the weather's beautiful. You know, it's like great weather, everything's good. And then you come back and a lot of times it's, it's freezing cold. You're not really getting outside much. You know, I remember, um, particularly in, uh, when I was at SEMO, like we didn't get outside. We got outside maybe, maybe like maybe one time before our opening series at Alabama, you know, and then we played well that series, the weather was good, you know, and then we had to come back. We came back and we played Purdue in the cold a double header and that was kind of that game that really sticks out in my mind. I started the second game. Yeah. And I just remember like sitting up in the box like <laughs> keeping the uh, pitching coach was like, "All right, I'm going to let you um, you know, chart pitches up in the in the scores box for the first game." And I just can remember being like, "This is kind of cool being up here. Like it's, you know, it's I'm comfortable." But I was still just like I knew how cold it looked out there and like Got how cold it bit. was and I'm just yeah. like man like I got you know I'm just kind of sitting there you know charting pitches and like I gotta go out in this like yeah the mental piece is huge man like this happened to me we played um, <clears throat> this was back at Capital freshman year played a doubleheader at Wittenberg in Ohio. And this was like at the time in the season where, you know, that year I was a shortstop, but there was a fifth year senior who was playing a lot of shortstop early on. And I was kind of bouncing around playing left field, center field, right field, third base, second base. And then it was kind of that, that time where I was starting to move into that shortstop role a little bit. So a lot of times, like I would play center field, the first game of a doubleheader and then go play shortstop the second game. And we used to do like these nine inning, seven inning games, nine sevens, you know, for the double headers. Right. We did that in Juco. And I didn't like it, but that's besides the point. And, mm-hmm. you know, I remember, you know, playing center field that first game, having a decent game, cold as all get out, but um, then getting penciled in as the shortstop the second game. I'm like, oh God, like my arm hasn't been going. I'm cold. My, you know, like you get that, like, back of the knees, hamstring tightness when it's cold. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I, ha- I had to, like, take my pants off, put my cup on, you know, because I didn't wear a cup in the outfield. You know, and I remember taking the pants off and the wind's hitting you. It's, God, you know, couldn't wait to get the cup on and get the pants back on. And um, I, I didn't play good. Like, I, I, I might have made an error or whatever, but I just remember sitting there and being like, I'm freezing. Like all I could think about was how cold I was. It was, that was one of the games that snowed. And, uh, I remember it was like the seventh inning. I think we were winning. We were up big, like six to one, you know, whoever was our closer then 
he needed some work, so he came into the game to get some work. He hadn't thrown because we had missed a couple weeks before that, I think. So he came into work and just laid a 86 mile an hour fastball right down the middle. Dude hits a 106 mile an hour ground ball right at me. One of them zingers on the ground, and I whoop did one of these just right underneath my glove. And you know, we get back on the bus after the game. We're all, it's the heat is just blasting on the bus. Everybody's cold. Everybody's quiet. You know, and our coach comes on the intercom, you know, and he he would always, like, kind of rag people a little bit, you know, just, just kind of get the get the morale up on the way home. And one of the first things, he goes, well, you know, uh, since uh, Bartek thought it was better for the left fielder to pick up that hot ground ball there at the end of the game, we're going to make him uh, sit outside in the cold for a little bit longer. And I was just like, dang it, man. <laughs> um you know, and he was obviously joking, but it was, you know, just yeah. miserable conditions, man. I know Dale's told his story about us playing. This is when I was coaching, you know, going to University of the Ozarks in Arkansas. And air temperature was, I think, 34. Wind I played chill, a cold Wind game chill was 23. One time, yeah. Wind chill was 23. There were 20-mile-an-hour winds with up to 30-mile-an-hour gusts. So I was hitting fungos. I was I was the outfield fungo guy for pregame when I was volunteer coaching. Mm. And nice. we had another another guy that I played with. He was also a volunteer. Kevin McConnell was his name. Big old dude. He was our DH when I played there. Strong as all get out. So I'm hitting the fungos and I'm you know, I'm hitting my normal pop fly fungos and they're going up and flying back. Like 60 feet out in front. I couldn't get well, them out there. Well, that's the other factor that we haven't yeah. talked about the is the wind, you know, which can can really have a major impact on when you're pitching, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, just, you know, whether it's, you know, holding the breaking ball up to where you can't really, you can't, re- it just doesn't really want to break, you know, or, you know, maybe it's, Blowing the two seamer out of the zone, yeah. you know, change ups kind of blowing out of the zone. It's, yeah, you know, and that, so yeah, that's the other thing that it can. Oh, yeah, makes a big it, difference. Typically, you know, you're not going to have to deal with the wind when it's more moderate temperature. I right. mean, the wind can be. But when it's cold, man, uh, it almost has it, like it, double effects. Du- right. Like, Making that making that temperature well, feel colder. The, the wind chill factor. Wind chill factor, and then also sure. what it does to to the rest of the game too. But right. I remember having to get K Mac. He had to hit the. I was like, dude, you got to hit these far. I can't get it out there. Can't hit it far enough. <laughs> you know, and you know Dale tells the story. You know, he he actually didn't start that game, and he came in late as a defensive replacement. And like right off the bat, same thing that happened to me my freshman year at, at Wittenberg. You two balls hit right to him. Mm-hmm. You know, and just he's just like can't feel my I couldn't feel my hands like I, I could not feel what was going on and um yeah man like that, that yeah. those cold weather games man come into that's the rough. game as a defensive replacement yeah the yeah ball always finds you oh yeah 100 percent, man 100 percent. yeah so no I you know I mean I think you know I don't know I guess I was never like the most well prepared thinking back, I'm like, I don't even think I really had hot hands. You know, just <sighs> we prepared awful. 
then. Like I don't college think- kids, like you know, maybe when I was younger, maybe the team mom would say, "Here's some hot hands," you know, and then well, we but we then usually you know, found I, our way I to the hot hands. It it was like I don't think I had a pair of leggings until college. Well, I I didn't have leggings until uh, until after college. I feel yeah. like and like they and weren't like, really. You know, you had cold gear and big stuff like that, there. but like, I think my senior year we got some big jackets for in the dugout. But dude, I remember just like battling through it. Like you just bet you just with these thin, thin, you know, thin shirt you got on, there's battling through it, and it's like, no wonder we were freezing cold. You know? Well, yeah, yeah, no, we and and not to, this doesn't even get into just the lack of preparation prior to with with your warm-ups and what you're doing and stuff like that it's like it was almost like the tough guy no foam rollers right well like the, it was like the tough the coaches you know, thing rolling was like would have been nice back then well but not but even like, like know, yeah foam just, rolling but the, it was like the tough guy mentality to nope this is how we prepare all the time this is how we're gonna, even though it's cold this is how we're doing it. right and it's like well, no, there's probably a better way we could have done it. Spend a little bit more time on the warm-up. Spend a little bit more time doing some things to get the body temperature up. A off. little less time between the warm-up and the game. Exactly. And I don't ever remember making those compensations. And I, I, I understand that from a from a planning and a toughness and a mentality perspective. But in terms of like an actual core temperature heating up perspective, like, no, nah, like it was awful. Like, yeah. You know, I, I remember doing a lot of stuff on my own to get my core temperature up, but you know, it's just like, yep, we're just going to do the same thing we always do, and we're going to battle through it, and we're going to be sick next week because of it, and you know, like, so I think you know, a lot of coaches can probably do a better job of that, like just preparing their guys. Hey, guys, know that it's going to be this temperature. Um, might not be a bad idea to eat this, this, and this. Might not be a bad idea to prepare beforehand with this, this, and this, whether that's what you're wearing, what you're eating, you know, what you're drinking, how you're hydrated, you know, you'd, you'd see all these guys that would cramp up and stuff too. And it's like, you gotta get the salt tablets out. You don't like, think you really, you don't, you don't think you need to drink it. You're not thirsty when it's so that cold, but it actually dehydrates you. It does. More, right? Especially when the wind is, is rocking yeah, too. You I mean, play those games where your lips out. are chapped and your hands are yeah. cracking. You yeah. Know? And that's what I kind of remember, man. Just like, yeah, like I'm just hands almost, yeah, just real dry. You know, the ball was so dry. Yep. And just like no moisture, some of those games, like just, yeah, just the grip, you know. I yeah. Mean. No, that, yeah, I'm definitely not a cold weather person. But, you know, for all you guys that are getting ready to start your season in cold weather, like, this is what's up ahead. It's you, you can't just ignore it. You have to know, and that's why we've done so much work with our guys in here right now, working on the sprint frequency, working on getting the arms in shape, doing what we're supposed to do, ramping up and ramping down, because you can't show up on the day of with 33-degree temperatures. and You expect know it's going to be frigid right. at trials. So your body has to be conditioned for these things ahead of time because – it's already bad enough that you got to play in the cold and, and the results are probably going to suffer a little from that. Last thing you want to do is get hurt because you're dealing with the cold as well. You know, so we do a lot of, a lot of work this time of year with our guys to make sure they're prepared for whatever those game vigors are going to be, you know, just 
early on the hamstring pulls, early on just the tight hips, early on uh, the arm soreness, like trying to get ahead of that stuff before the weather is actually a factor is um, that's a huge piece as well. Yeah, and just I, having an that. efficient routine that you yeah. you kind of, you know, it's one thing like when the weather's nice, you know, your warm-up's going to look a little bit different. You're going to be out there smiling, maybe chatting it up, like taking your time maybe a little more with your warm-up. You know, when it's cold, it's like you probably just want to <laughs> get it done, you know, yeah. and just – but but that's almost when you have to challenge yourself to be a little bit more diligent. More right, you know, a little more disciplined, yeah. And not yeah. necessarily do more, but just do better. Like do it better, do, do it, it better, do it more effectively. Yeah, and I think you know, just something I'm thinking about is like you know the indoors now like makes a little bit of a difference. I'm sure. Like I remember my senior year playing in the probably the coldest game we played in up in Nashville, we were, we had an indoor where we kind of just took BP. Yeah. I was able to kind of warm up in there, you know, do my bands and everything in there and then just kind of go out to the field throw. And, yeah. you know, because a lot of it is just the, the t- duration that gets to you after a while. I mean, it's like, you know, it's one thing to be in the cold for, an hour you know it's another thing to be in it for three hours yeah you know it's just it really over time it it, it starts you remember like getting done with those like those days if you had a double header especially and like once you had time to actually thaw out take a shower relax from it how hungry you used to be Mm. like that's what i remember i remember just being like absolutely you know because you're shivering you're you're Right, it just you know, you're zap, trying, it, zaps yeah, your energy. You're trying so hard to to stay warm, and just man, you get you finally get back, you get warm, you get a shower, and it's like I just want to eat a house right now, like I'm starved. That, that's what I remember. Yeah, I remember. Right, that. right. You know, just nothing kinda, nothing was as good as that hot dehydrated, meal, you know? like yeah. yeah, almost like you just de you know dehydrate like some dehydrated meat, you know, yeah. just kind of like shrunk. Shrinks you down. You feel like, yeah, you could eat it. Nope, nope, hundred percent. So, Greg, go ahead and give, uh, you know, give the pitchers listening just some tips and pointers for, you know, staying, trying to trying to keep themselves warm and and prepare, you know, as they're getting ready, especially to pitch live to hitters, like when games start up again, inner squads early in the season, whether it's college or high school guys, like some things that they need to pay attention to. I know we talked, we touched on the warm up, touched on the preparation, but just kind of like once you get in game, I know there's all the, the rules and regulations about, you know, blowing on the, on the fist and wiping the finger and all the stuff, but just some things that helped you, you know, on those days. I would say one big thing, you know, would be like, you know, just making sure that you're, it's like you talked about, like, we didn't have all these layers maybe that we were permit even permitted to that we had or that if we'd have had them we probably wouldn't have been permitted to wear them anyways right you know it's a lot more leniency now you see you never saw guys wearing hoodies when we were playing but you know now you see guys wearing hoodies under their jerseys all the time you know it's but I would say 
you know, one big thing that's coming to mind is for me is like doing a better job of kind of like gear testing. Like don't go out there all layered up or something, you know, if you have, if that's not how you practice, Mm -hmm. you know, like know what you, you know, know what you're going to wear and, and, and kind of test it out Like make sure you're comfortable, make sure, you know, you kind of just need, um, to get comfortable in whatever you're wearing. You know, if, if you see guys in the pros, you know, these pitchers that they don't wear sleeves, right. You know, and I think part of that is just cause they don't like know, the, the big part is they, they don't like yeah. wearing they don't like wearing sleeves. Right. They've never, you they've know? never worn them when it's warm. So they're not going to do it when it's cold. Right. Yeah. You know, so, you know, and that's not to say, obviously you're going to have something to, put on your arm between innings, you know, make yeah. sure you have a warm jacket to put on between innings. But, you know, I would just make it sure that you're, um, you know, taking care of your fingernails and everything. You know, that's something that I think is, is often overlooked, you know, making sure that you're, you've got your, your hand, you've got some, some moisturizer or something to keep keep some moisture in your hands um you know blowing in the hands um you know maybe you know sneak a little 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 something dab of pine tar maybe i would Mm -hmm. if i could go back yeah probably a lot easier to get away with it back then than even now i guess in you know, not that we're condoning you guys, uh, you know, sneaking pine tar, but even in high school and college, I'm sure it still happens. You know, I'm sure yeah, guys are still know, doing it. So, um, no, you know, for, for hitters, for position players, you know, especially um, catchers, you're a little bit different. But, you know, the biggest thing for you guys is being able to make sure you can make uh, efficient throws still. The ball comes to you, it might be wet, it might be cold, it might be dry, whatever it is. You got to be able to throw efficiently still. So, you said something about testing your gear. Well, you guys in cold temperatures in practice need to test this stuff. Like test your quick throws, test your, test your pressure situations. You need to be able to grip a ball with three fingers if needed to grab some seams and let it rip. Mm -hmm. Um, understand what it's like throwing a wet ball. Um, throw in some other types of balls often can help this like practice and throw not necessarily a tennis ball, but some plyo balls when it's cold, throwing, you know, like position players throwing plyo balls. Um, you know, understanding grip is going to be the biggest thing. And then for hitters, man, it's just like, for me, there was nothing you were going to be able to do if you were cold. The bat was going to, was going to feel crappy. Your hands were going to feel crappy. Um, you know, the batting gloves felt cold, like nothing felt right. But as a hitter for me, like the number one thing, was trying to immerse myself in the detail because that got your mind off of how cold it was and how bad you felt. So, like, pay attention to situations. Study what's going on with the other hitters. Study what's going on with the pitchers. Look at scouting reports. Doing those things can help you kind of take your mind off it a little bit. Um, And same thing in the field. If you're playing outfield and you know you're only going to get two balls and you might not have to make a single throw, pay attention to where to play. Talk to your guy, talk to your corner guys, positioning guys, moving guys around, keeping up chatter. I know that sounds cliche, but that helps. That it just it just helps take your mind off it. You know, and then for catchers, I think they have a little bit of an advantage because they're constantly in the game moving. moving. Um, 
you know, so that's that's a little some bit extra with some gear, a little on, bit of gear, right? So a little bit. you know, engaging with the umpire again, just things to try to keep your mind off of actually how cold it is, you know. So as you guys head into the season, that's um, true. yeah, pay attention to those things. But really, guys, there's no substitute for when it gets cold out and it's early in your in your spring seasons and you're practicing. Just get used to it. Like embrace all the uncomfortable stuff. A lot of times, it's easy to just say, "Well." It's practice, so I, I'm just cold and I'm not focused right now. Focus and on that. You just kind of, you know, and yeah, you just kind of sit back with oh, with your hands in your pants, yeah. and and you just like, let me just get. I'm just gonna get through this, yeah. and and you're not really thinking about it. Like, well, you know, I need to prepare for when we have a. We're gonna probably somewhere along the line, we're gonna play a game in this yeah. crap. You know. Yep. Yeah, so. that's, that's the best preparation right there. So if you guys like this content, be sure to like, comment, subscribe. Um, all you guys that are getting ready to open up your seasons in cold weather, good luck. Another episode from the Juice Box Athletic Podcast Baseball Development Show. We'll catch you guys soon.